Well, are you ready for the word? Turn to Matthew 24, verse 14. Just one scripture, and then we're going to preach. Okay, let's go. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Let's read it again. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Amen. Before you sit, I want to minister a word today, following on pastor's message, especially what he had been ministering. Wasn't, hasn't it been so powerfully ministered to us? You know, uh, uh, discovering God's eternal purpose through mission and vision. Come on, let's appreciate Pastor Donovan in absentia for such a series of uh, messages that will never leave us the same. This church has been started to move in a direction that is going to bring glory and honor to God. And you know, he shared a scripture. Well, we, just before we sit, he shared a scripture with us, which I want to put on the screen so we share and then we'll see it. Acts chapter 22 verse 14 says this. Read with me. Then he told me the God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and hear him speak. Okay, the title of my message, Discovering the Power. In fact, not just the power. Discovering the invested power of the gospel to fulfill our mission and vision. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You may be seated in his presence. Amen and Amen. You know, like Saul of Tarsus, we just read this, that scripture was speaking about Saul of Tarsus, who had been chosen, we were told he was chosen to know his will. Okay, you and I too have been chosen to know the will of God. To come, and that means to come to the full knowledge of his eternal purpose. This is not new. These two things I'm sharing, Pastor shared in his notes. You can go back there later. You know, to come to the full knowledge of his eternal purpose by understanding what to do. And that's mission. And you know, our mission is winning souls and making disciples. You know, and he continued to say, also to hear, Paul was called to hear from him. To hear words from him. From who? From the Lord. To be informed effectually to perform that which is spoken. That's vision. Sharing, being equipped. That's part of our vision. You know, this is our vision. See, when Paul had these comforting and powerful words, I want you to know, having seen that great light that blinded him on his way to Damascus, everything changed in a moment. What do you think? What was going on in Saul's life at that very moment? I want to give you four things very quickly. I think in my own, in my own estimate that, number one, he was separated from family, he was separated from friends, and he was separated from workmates. He was on a journey, a work journey. But guess what? He ended up in a place where his family is not with him, his friends are not with him, and his workmates are not with him. Secondly, things were not going on as planned. How many of us sometimes find ourselves when like, things are not working the way they should be working? You know, you, you know, well, you can identify with Paul. Paul found himself there. 
until the gospel found him. You know, it's amazing how God can step into your path and change the course of your life and destiny, not just for a moment, forever. The third thing is that he was out of the will of God. We know that because Jesus said, why are you persecuting me? He was fighting God. Could you and I be fighting God in one way or another? Until the word of God confronts us and meets us on, the, on our way, on our road to Damascus. The fourth thing is that he found himself in a strange place. Aha. Uh -huh. How many times do we find ourselves in a strange place and we don't know how we got there in the first place? You know, he found himself in a place he didn't even know where he was. Because, you know, he was unsettled, he was confused, and he was without sight. No sight Confused and unsettled. Wow. But see this. The gospel is so powerful that its light brought a man, Paul, Saul of Tarsus, a man's life to a halt and gave him new purpose and new direction. That's how powerful the gospel is. Say amen. In a moment's time, no matter what, where you are, what you're experiencing, no matter the season of your life, the gospel can meet you at a place and change you instantly. That's why I'm excited about preaching today. Because I'm preaching about the gospel. You see, God is able to get you and I off of the path of misery and defeat. Setting you and I on a path called blessing and victory. I mean, just like that. I hope there's somebody who I'm whetting your appetite to just say, Hey, God, just tap on that path that I'm in right now. Just change some the things that need to be changed right now. I just sense today, I, when, when I, when I, before we began the service, there's just a weight. There's a burden. And I'm telling you, people came here with some burdens. But I'm about to tell you, God's about to step through his word into the burden that is in your life right now. And there's going to be a lifting in Jesus' name. Somebody say, I believe it. Matthew 4.16 says, The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and those who lived in the land where death cast its shadows, a light has shined. A light. This was a prophecy from many years ago. And it happened when Jesus came as he went to the villages. He says, light has come to those people who were sitting in darkness. If you've been sitting in darkness, light is coming. Hallelujah. To change the course and direction of your life. Hallelujah. Paul was living in great darkness and did not realize it until the light of God's grace and goodness revealed Jesus to him. The powerful effects of the gospel. See, I'm talking about the power of the gospel to fulfill our mission and vision. The powerful effects of the gospel have been witnessed all over the world where the gospel is proclaimed and has been proclaimed and has already been proclaimed. Listen, there's a, there's a story of some men who wanted to get involved with some trade in a very distant land, island. 
So they came, they took a, sh a, a ship and they traveled long distances and they came to this island. And when they got to this island, they asked for the chief. The chief came and next to him was a daddy old book sitting by him. And, they, and one of the traders pointed and said, what are you doing with such an old dirty book like this? And he was pointing at the book. That's a Bible. And you know, the chief said and pointed at that trader and said, if you knew what the, this book has done for us, you, you, you would not be speaking the way you're speaking. If it was not for this book, you would be in one of our cooking pots by now as we speak. Because you see, they were cannibals, but the gospel was brought one way or another, and that gospel transformed the culture of a whole community, and instead of eating people, they blessed people. Amen. You see, this, these traders found that the great wealth was not in the gold they were pursuing in that island, but it was in the glory of the king whose light and peace was revealed to, to these former cannibals. See, this gospel of the kingdom, when proclaimed, will shine over, shine over the darkness, despair, sickness, confusion of a soul, a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, and it will potentially bring change. Everybody shout change. See, you can afford to sit in the presence of God and his word and not embrace change. Expect change when you come to the house of God. Expect change for service because you did not come here just to come and just feel nice and leave. No, you came here to experience the changing power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Shout yes. Hallelujah. Not all of you believe. Shout yes. Change. This change can come to a person, to a people, to a village, to an island, to a city, or to the nations. Nations everywhere. And today on Mission Sunday, whoa, come on, what a, what a message. Because I believe we need to understand and discover the power that is invested in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. God has invested. God has invested himself Listen, not something God has invested himself in the gospel. And the gospel has inherent, hey, inherent power whenever and wherever it is proclaimed. Amen. The word invested in means given a lot of time, effort and care. This gospel has taken time and effort and much care to get to us to, so that it can change us and challenge us and bring lasting change. It has taken sacrifice. The word inherent means existing in something as a permanent, essential or, or, essential or characteristic attribute. Wow! This is the very nature of God we are talking about. You know, permanent, permanent, something as a permanent, essential, characteristic attribute. Wow! Is that true or not? Let me give you an example. Met a lady many years ago who was telling us, you guys, pray for my brother. I said, why? My brother preaches the gospel to many people and they give their lives to Christ. Some of them cry. But he's not born again. Now, wouldn't you want to pray for somebody like that? You know, 
We are, we, are, we are told in 1 Corinthians 9.27 that, you know, the, the B part of it, Paul says, lest I say, I preach the gospel to people, but lest I must watch my life, lest I be a castaway myself. I don't want to be a castaway. I don't want you to be a castaway. I don't want to preach to people, but I, you know, that what I'm preaching, the, the good news I'm giving people is not good news to me. It's not working for me. If I give it, if I can send it, if I can export it, it must, it must be working right where it is. Come on now. That's right where it's coming from. The gospel, you see, is a seed of God, the word of God from heaven. And all it requires is to be put in the right place. Where is that right place? The human heart, which is the soil for the seed of God. Hallelujah. And that's what God is looking for right now, even in this service. A human heart that can receive the seed of the word of God that is being proclaimed today. Because then it can bring lasting change. Amen. Whoa, and it will germinate and give life. That's all it's looking for. Question, what is it that gives power to the gospel? I give you these uh, few things and then we finish. Number one, the word of God. The word of God. What gives power to the gospel? To the, to the, to the gospel? It is the word of God. Notice here it says the word of God, if you, if you realize, in brackets, must be heard. A word that is not heard has no power. It must be heard. Say it with me. It must be heard. See, the word of God or the word of the Lord appears in the whole Bible over 200 times, 203 times. And amazingly, it appears more in the book of Acts 18 times than any other book of the Bible. There's something there. See, the word of God is God's promise. You see, the Bible says in 1 Kings 5, uh, 8 and verse 56b, there has not failed. This is uh, Joshua speaking about, uh, about, about this, the, the, the man of God. He said, no, actually, he's speaking about the man of God, Moses. There has not failed one word of all his promi good promise. Of all his what? Good promise, which he promised through his servant, Moses. Come on. Whatever God promises, he can fulfill. Has God promised you anything? He will fulfill it. Many years ago, I think 1990, somewhere there, the Lord gave me a promise. He said, Nelson, you're going to have children, but they are going to be delayed. It was a promise with a warning. And at that time, you know when you're not, you're not having a problem, you don't care much. I mean, you just say, okay, but where did this word come from? And I shelved it until about two, three years later. And, and, I, and I had to share it with my wife. It was the right time. And it comforted us. From that day, it was six years later, God was still watching over his word to perform it. Some of you have the word of God you're about to give up. God is still watching over that word that he spoke over your life. And he will perform it. Come on, shout yes. Hallelujah. The word of God reveals the goodness of God. We say God is good all the time. And all the time, not some time. All. It was say all. See, God is faithful to keep his promise. His promises are yes and. Come on, shout amen. See, the word of God is God's good news. Come on, say, everybody say, promise, good news, good news, good news, good news. How many of you love good news? Let me see, wave your hands. How many of you 
Put down your hands. How many of you would prefer bad news? Not one hand. Gospel means good news. It means good news. Good news comes from where? From above. Every good and perfect blessing comes from where? From above. This is heavenly news, not CNN, KTN, and the NMMs and MMMs. You know, this is, a, this is heavenly news. It is a HNN, Heavenly News Network. You can't even put international because it does not, that, that is very small of a range. Come on now. I was looking for something to put there. CNN International. No, this one you don't even know what to put in the end. Because it is from heaven above. Hallelujah. Good news must be shared. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power. You see, good news has power invested in it. If I give you good news right here, some of you will be hanging on the chandeliers. I mean, we don't have them, but the light's here. You know, you'll be hanging there even though we are having a service. Good news has power. Good news has power over bad news, just like light has power over darkness all the time. Today there is bad news about flood, the flood in all the world in which we live. Poverty, climate change. We're talking of insecurity, mental health, every kind of disease. You know, when you finish with one, there's another one coming. Social, economic, political crisis. Now, and you know, this is everywhere, not just in Kenya. But guess what? Exactly just like the devil, John 10, 10. The devil comes but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But I'm come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. See, to have real good news, real good news, it has to be packaged in two things, grace and truth. Bible says when Jesus came, John 1, 14, he came full of grace and truth. Anything that has no grace and has no truth, don't receive it. It's not good news. Come on. Somebody say good news is spelled J-E-S-U-S. Come on, say it with me. What is that? No, I said good news. I know it's Jesus. <laughs> what is that? You just spelled good news. Amen. If you don't enjoy my preaching, I enjoy it myself. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Imagine if newspapers today were full of good news. Just imagine. Imagine. I just wrote a few things that I thought I was imagining. For example, food is now available everywhere in every shop for free. And there is no expiry date. There shall be no, page two of this newspaper, there shall be no more hunger. Or anger. Page number four. I mean, and then it's enumerated. Page number four. Electricity. Water problems have been sorted throughout the country. There shall be no need for a meter. <laughs> because it shall all come free of charge. mwingine. The school, no school fees. Now you know those who are parents. No school fees or those who are in school and college. No school fees. Jobs are available from, from group A to group Z. Security has been guaranteed for all citizens of this country. 
What do you think? Me, I think we would be in heaven. What do you think? I don't know about you. Good news is good to those who hear it and then believe it. Romans 1.16. Okay, hallelujah. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation to those who believe. To those who believe. Good news. Hallelujah. Good news must be shared on time. Shared on time. Come on now. Shared on on time. I remember one wedding I had many years ago here in our city. And as I was finishing my one, you know, my one worship chorus, I stopped in the middle. See, that's why we have to be obedient to the Spirit of God. And I said, there's somebody here you need to accept Jesus. This is a wedding. They, 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 of course, the bride and groom haven't come in. This is just before. I said, if there's, any, there's anyone here you don't know the Lord, please come and see me anytime during the, after this service. Nobody came. And I finished my worship. And then invited the, the, the bridal party. Guess what happened? The next day, who calls me? The bridegroom. And the bridegroom tells me, Pastor Nelson, pray with us. I said, you guys, how are you calling me? I thought you were on honeymoon. Yes, we're in honeymoon. We received news that my brother died. Just died. And I asked him, I'm so sorry. He said, was your brother at the service yesterday? In the service? He said, yes, he was there. I mean, there are some things I've experienced in life that have just told me, don't play around with good news. It has to be given when God says, give it. Can I hear good amen? You know, if you win a jackpot, if I win a jackpot and you saw my number on television, wow, 0722. And then you say, that's Pastor Nelson's number. And I had gone to Kafu and I left a ticket because I bought so many goods. And they said, just leave a t- your ticket here. You might win a Range Rover Sports. And then you didn't come and tell me. You saw it and you said, that's Pastor, you even told your family, that's Pastor Nelson's number. I know it. In fact, you check it. Yeah, it is. He said, I'll definitely tell him. They give, they, have, they say there, it must be cleaned within two weeks. In two weeks, you haven't told me. Then you come two weeks, one day, one hour. <laughs> and you tell me, by the way, Pastor Nelson, I was supposed to tell you, you know, I saw your number on telly. And guess what? You won't arrange it over. I said, when did you see this? Like two weeks ago. And what is it? You're telling me now. So we check the It's over. What news? This is not good news. Let news is bad news. Let news is bad news. Come on. Now, at least if you had let me win that, even if I had a range rover, I would have given that one to Pastor Kevin. You know, Pastor Kevin has been waiting for a range. Pastor Kevin. As we have opportunity, let us share the good news of the kingdom. I said, as we have opportunity. Okay. Ben. Everybody said Ben. Ben was a friend I had in high school. I went to India and I knew he was in Chandigarh. When I got to Chandigarh, guess what? Guess what? I met him. I, I, I went for, I, I was in Pune. I traveled for 52 hours and I found him. I asked for him and he came. I told him, Ben, I said, you know, I'm, you know, I gave my life to Christ. Please give your life to Christ. He said, yes. But he said, 
please give your life to Christ. He said, uh, uh, I'll think about it. I said, Ben, think about it today and do something today. A few days later, I received a telegram. Never received a telegram in a foreign country. Ben passed on a few days ago. He was not by a delivery van and has gone. From that day, I don't take it lightly when God says, speak to someone because you have no idea. We know the power of the gospel you share. Now, he could have. I wish I had enough time to talk to him, but I didn't. I want you to know that. You see, number two, the name of Jesus. Come on, the word of God. The name of Jesus appears 143 times. 143 times in the New King James. The name of Jesus deserves our highest praise. Shout yes. See, a good name, the Bible says, Proverbs 22 verse 1, says a good name is more desirable than great wealth. Wow. See, the name of Jesus is good and greatly to be praised. There's a song we used to sing. A strong, the name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower. The name of the Lord is a refuge for my soul. The name of the Lord is a pillar I can lean on. The righteous run into the name of the Lord. The righteous run into the name of the The righteous run into the name. Just listen to the words, not the voice. Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? Come on, demons tremble at the mention of his name. His name is holy. I want you to clap now until I tell you to stop. His name is holy. His name is worthy. His name is mighty. There is no other name but the name of Jesus. Jesus is called the word of God. Jesus is called the word of God. Revelations 19, 20. Amen. Hallelujah. Peter and John told the lame, rise up and walk. In whose name? John and Peter's name? No, in the name of Jesus. Come on, blind Bartimaeus, son of David, Messiah, have mercy on me. Come on, blind eyes see. Hallelujah. Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, the dead, can even hear the voice of Jesus. Come on now. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? The name of Jesus is your name. Is invested in the gospel. Say Jesus. Come on, say Jesus. Amen. No, I love preaching to people through their names. Tabitha, Ruth, Daniel. Just the other day, I preached to a guy called Daniel. Less than a week ago. And Daniel, I asked Daniel, he wasn't born again. I said, Daniel, have you read the book of Daniel? He said, no. I said, I guess you don't even know where it is. And he said, I was right. So I said, when you get to heaven, you better make sure that you have read his book because Daniel might ask you. So I led him to the Lord so that he can, when he gets to heaven, he if Daniel asks him, he will be there to answer. Can I hear good? <laughs> Number three, I'm winding this thing. The blood of the Lamb, the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ appears 1,015 1, times. 1,015 times. Write this very quickly. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 24. Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant and, the, and of the blood of the sprinkling and that, that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Wow. Number one, the blood of Jesus speaks better things. 
It is not about covering sin like the Old Testament bulls and goats. It is about removing sin. Jesus told the woman caught in the act of adultery, go and sin no more. Why? Because I've taken away your problem. Glory to God. You know, the, you know, the blood of Jesus protects us. Protects us. It protects us. You know, even if a demon is sitting on your chest, you can say, in the name of Jesus. I did it once. It was sitting on my chest. And I, I've, it has never sat again on my chest. And I said, in the name of Jesus, nothing happened. In the name of Jesus, nothing happened. Inside me, my spirit, I'm thinking, I go die, oh. Because if the name of Jesus is not working, but let me tell you what happened. Out of my spirit came the blood of Jesus. I couldn't even speak with my mouth. That thing had held my throat and was sitting on my chest. I said, the blood of Jesus. I felt, I said, the blood of Jesus. The second time I had myself even speak. The blood of Jesus. Come on, no devil can handle the power of the blood. The power of the blood. The blood must be applied. Amen. The blood must be applied. Then we need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I said we need the Holy Ghost number four. The Holy Ghost, uh, uh, that power of God is invested in the gospel. The Holy Ghost is invested in the gospel. Amen. Galatians 2.22. For what? To give us the ability to live. That's like Pastor said. Live in a holy life. We need to live in the gospel. Leave the gospel. How do we do that? We need the Holy Spirit. We need to work the miracles of God. How do we do that? We need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. If you're here and you're born again and you're in a cell, in a cell group, ask your cell leader to make sure that they take you through first steps. And the second step, you'll be able to find, you can go understand about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need all the help you need. If your cell leader is struggling, come see your pastor. We'll make sure that you are full of the power of the Holy Ghost because the gospel works with the Holy Ghost power and anointing. Amen. Finally, finally, the preacher. I say the preacher. That's number five. I mean, you have not been writing. The preacher. The preacher has to be sent and he has and, 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 and received. Okay? We must become partners. Pastor preached about partnership in Philippians. Partners in the gospel. Turn to your neighbor tell them, hi, partner. I said partner in the gospel, not partner in any other way. Don't start thinking wild, okay? Hi, partner, yes. If it's your mate, that's okay. Okay, we become partners in the gospel. Every soldier is needed on board. Every soldier is needed on board. Say amen. Are you part of the army of God? Then come on board, stay on board, and get involved. Jesus said in Matthew 28, verse 18, all authority, not some authority, all, shout all. Has been given unto me. Then in verse 19 he says, go. Therefore, go. Everybody say, go. That's to you and I. We are, the, we are the preachers. Unless, listen to this scripture. You see, an unpreached gospel is a failed gospel. Romans 10 verse 14 and 15 says, How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not had? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach, 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 unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. It doesn't matter the time. It doesn't matter the season of which we find ourselves. Preach 
the gospel. I said preach the gospel. Angel Gabriel, Luke 119, came to Mary at a time when all of Israel was looking for a Messiah, a deliverer from dark times, an evil rulership. The, the government of the Roman government was cruel and taxed its people. And at that time, in that season, the gospel came to a simple woman and Christ was born. Let's all stand as I share this little story with you. Listen to this. There was a gentleman who wanted, a young man who wanted to marry a girl. So he called her. They were friends. And he says, hey, can I come pick you up and take you somewhere? She said, yes, please come. He drove there, picked her up, and they went to a park somewhere. He parked the car. And without a lot of stories, he said to her, after they talked and talked, would you please marry me? And she said, of course. Of, of course. Of course I can't do it like her. And he said, great. But he went prepared. He looked under, removed a ring, diamond ring, took her arm and, and placed it in her finger. Just at the moment he places it, there was a knock on his door. A police officer, an officer of the law, knocked his window. So he's like, what's going on? Put on his window. The officer said, you have trespassed. You are not supposed to be packed here. How dare you pack here? I'm taking you in today. You will be in the cell today. What a mess up of the whole situation. The lady couldn't stand it. She leaned over to that window and she said to the officer, 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 I'm getting married. Now you miss the news. No matter how bad it is, she was so excited that she could not contain the truth of the fact that she has been proposed to and she's getting married. Some day, some time, you and I have been betrothed to the Lord. You'll get married one day. But who, which officer are you telling about the good thing that has befallen you? Come on, right now, raise your hands. Father, I pray that we are the agents, the agents, oh God. The agents of the truth, the agents of your power, the agents of proclamation, the agents to publish. God, we thank you for what you did through the church. Lord, as we pray, walk to the city. As we pray, walk to our neighborhoods. Lord, as we did, Lord, even... Served day in every place, my father. We served homes, police stations, institutions of all kind. Lord, serving that is preaching with our lives, preaching with our service, preaching with our sacrifices, my God. But how important it is that we must tell this good news wherever we go to whoever you choose, oh God. Father, I pray that today you will revive the heart of this church. Lord, that there is power invested in the gospel. It, not, it just requires someone to take it up and speak it and live it and do it and the world will never be the same again. On this Mission Sunday, send us out as your missionaries for your glory and for your honor. Can you give Jesus the best 
hand clap up. Come on, give him glory, give him honor, give him praise. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.